Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Um, our subject today is, is post-destroying photography? What do you think, Terry? Um, I think it's enhancing photography. There's, yeah, this is, this is a really interesting one. I, I definitely think it's enhancing. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, look, it's, it's, you know, there's people who say, look, if you're a real photographer, you'll be shooting film. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, also you can, you can talk back about, um, about when you were in a dark room, you could definitely still achieve similar results that you do now in post. So, yeah, I, I think it's enhancing because post to me is like a digital dark room. Digital yeah. darkroom. Yeah. I think, look, it's it's one of the things that really divides photographers. Like, mm. you know, there's so much emphasis on getting it right in camera. And, yes. and, and look, every photographer's goal is to get it right in camera. Yeah. You yeah. know, that should be what your goal is. Mm. It shouldn't be go, I'll just shoot it haphazardly and I'll fix it in post. Mm. I mean, that's just not. Really? Yeah, that's that's a terrible attitude. <laughs> it's to a bad start with. <laughs> Yeah, never fix anything in post and, and never Photoshop anything because you haven't got it right. I, <laughs> I remember listening to a Zach Aris tutorial once and he said something like if you ever say that you will fix it in Photoshop, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing and get it right. Yep. Yeah. Well go go and learn where you're going yeah, wrong. If you absolutely. if you if you think post is if you think post is a tool to create an image Post has its has its place mm-hmm. because you know, have a look at um, some of the amazing composite images that are done for advertising. Mm. That, yeah. that that is post. It's but but you know, yeah. I think what you're thinking about is post production for the large part is good for photography yeah. because it gives photographers more things they can achieve. Yeah. And if you think about this, say for instance, you've got a budget to shoot a picture, and it's the yeah. budget is say five thousand dollars for the shoot, yeah. right? And in the client in that shoot, once all these people, you go, well, I can't get that many extras in here. But, you know, when you have a crowd scene and people have got their backs to them, you can have 10 people and you can just move them around and clomp yeah. them in, lock the camera yeah. off so the camera's, you know, in the same position. Yeah. That's where post really, you know, comes great in advertising. Yeah. And I think the other thing with post and advertising, people – Know that advertising is probably in the yeah. picture. The picture is not going to be a true picture. It's rose-coloured glasses. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's it's like a stuff. It's so it becomes like a digital illustration. Yeah, post post does have an effect, especially in the advertising realm when it comes to things like skin, body types. That's where it can have a negative effect. Yeah, I think if you um, if you if you're manipulating people's shape, yeah, and and you're creating a false view yeah. of a person, yeah, that's probably really bordering on you know that's. False in that. Yeah, and I think there's a little bit of an argument as well that if you are um, changing any imagery as well for a client, so hypothetically you're doing, uh, you're shooting a wedding or you're shooting a family shoot, and you change aspects of that image so it's more visually pleasing, not necessarily compositionally, but maybe people's shirts or um, you just give them a bit of a tuck or whatever. You're creating false memories. Yep. For these people, you're creating that mindset that that's what it re- was really like. And I think that's a little bit of an argument that can pop up when people are talking about post yep. and how it's affected the photography realm. I think there's, there's, two, there's two camps 
when it comes to post. Yes, <laughs> there definitely is. <laughs> there's a lot of people who very vocally say, you know, post, there's no place for it. Yeah. You know, if you if you got to use post and, you know, you're not a photographer. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think it's it's how you it's how you use post mm-hmm. and I think it, it people do overuse it. Mm. And and especially I mean filters are post. Yes. So putting yeah. fil- filters and and those types of things can be can be overdone because it does yeah. change it. it does. Um but I think in in general um I don't know I mean it's it's a new world. I mean yeah. I mean who who makes the rules up? I, I mean I quite often think about the rules of photography and really who really came up with these things? Because if we if we do everything the same way over and over again, we're not going to evolve. Photography is going to stay yeah. the same. I mean, photography has exploded really... since digital has come out. Yeah, yeah. It's ex- with the tools that we have with our photography is just insane. Yep. And and I think that's a really good point that you bring up about the filters and the whatnots that people are using with their post production. Um, I think that that can be a little bit of a tricky one as well because your filters can actually change colour schemes and it can change the mood of an image and it can change the mood of, of what was really happening on the day and not always enhance it in a in an artistic way. Yep. Um, I'm seeing a lot of work at the moment where colours of grass have changed quite dramatically and they're not necessarily a bright green colour. It's a washed out. Sure, that's not global warming. <laughs> it almost <laughs> is. But I am, I'm seeing quite a trend and it... it there's been times where I've questioned where that image has been taken. Was that taken in the desert or was that taken somewhere where it was really dry? And not necessarily. It's it's the filter that they're using. So it's changing skin tones and it's making things very warm and almost orange tones. So that's that's an interesting take on post at the moment. But the amount of time that you spend on a digital image, it's definitely a lot better now with with the introduction of digital post yep. whereas in a dark room you could spend quite some time trying to develop an image and if you were doing dodging and burning and burning and yep and i think look for people who, who may not have come from a dark room background we might have a lot of people who've only ever shot with digital so they don't understand things <laughs> <laughs> you know you know when you had a when, when you had the negative in the enlarger and you yep. you had that on the on the piece of paper you were exposing it on yeah i mean you could use things to deliberately um, yeah. Deliberately stop the light reaching the paper. That's right. And we and would use the Ilford filters yep. that you could put in your enlarger. That would yeah, they had a fil- your... little filter drawer, and you could yeah. put your filters in there so as well. So you could either cre- increase or decrease your, your, contrast. your contrast. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Those. Yeah. Yeah, and you could also play with um, your developing times to get. And well, you could put. Interesting. Well, what used to happen is you could push um, the film. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, we would push unintentionally when we were at uni when we'd accidentally get our film rating wrong. <laughs> we'd, we'd rate our film at 400 instead of 100, so it would come out muddy and dirty. So that was an interesting interesting mistake to try and try and fix. Try and fix. So, so re- the reality is the argument about, you know, the current argument that people argue mm. about post is, is destroying photography and post has always been there from day yeah. one. It has absolutely. And it's, I, just, it's, it's just it was never talked about. I think the, you know, I think I think the thing that's probably made post, um, not the flavour of some people is because people do push boundaries. Yes, and yeah. and and that upsets people. Yeah, and I think post post allows people to learn really quickly from their mistakes. They're not yep. waiting, waiting a few days for their film to be developed or to see their pictures or to try and learn from something that they've just done. To get their exposures right or whatnot, so post really does create that understanding yep. of what you're doing, the tools that you've got, 
and how to how to best use those tools. I once had a photographer I spoke with, and he's quite a famous landscape photographer in Australia, and, and um, he expressed post as being sometimes he'll be in a, a fantastic location and he's mm. watching this beautiful vista, mountains, valleys, mm. you know, type of stuff, mm. and and he sees it and he's feeling it in a particular way, yep. and when he takes the the image on the camera, what he sees on the back of the camera is not. What he, yeah. What he has seen. Look, the camera's not capturing it the way his eyes are capturing yeah, it. Yeah, So he will use post to get the picture back to where how he remembered yeah. seeing it. Absolutely, absolutely. And and we often photograph in a way that we see images, if that makes sense. So you do, you can kind of see, you can, it's almost like you're creating a skin um, of what, you've got to work with and you know how you want that to look afterwards and you'll shoot intentionally for that yep. for whatever result you're, you're chasing so whether it's you want to increase the shadows you want really nice dark rich shadows you yep. want tones and you want really good texture and you can shoot intentionally for that and you can if you've got the knowledge and the tools to enhance that back in your digital dark room as say yep. it's and look, a um, really valuable thing and look, one of the things is that people don't understand like you know for landscape photography yep. you know what's between you and the landscape Air. Yeah. What's in the air? There can be all types of stuff oh, in there. Yes. So, so what your your eye can see through that haze and mist yeah. and whatever is different to what the ca- digital camera can see, yeah. and even a film camera for that matter. I mean, a film camera would struggle in some types of light to be able to capture that faithfully that it looked like how it how. It's you so and true. I. It's so true because you could be out photographing on a really hot day. And if there's been lots of dust in the air or there's been a lot of traffic around for the yep. day before, it's really difficult to get clean, crisp shots. Yeah. Like it, you, you can tell the difference. Like yeah. I always love photographing straight after the rain because yep. it's like the dust is settled. The dust is settled. It's cleared the air. Yeah. It's got that nice, yeah. And I think look, this is one of the things I heard, heard a story about people talking about, you know, the, the megapixel race, like mm. more and more megapixels, more and more megapixels. And the trouble is that sometimes <laughs> like, you're shooting for air and the more megapixels, you actually got the potential to pick up more of the pollutants yep. in the air, Yeah. which means then you have to go into post and try and clean this thing yeah. up because yeah. you've captured too much. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I remember looking back at some of my earlier work and just trying to figure out why it was so muddy and, and A, it was my exposures weren't fantastic back then. They were hit and miss or I didn't quite know what I was shooting for or it had been a filthy day. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, for for all photographers, if, if they can fix it in post, is focus. Yeah. If you could, you know. That's you know, one <laughs> thing, yes. <laughs> yeah, I will take that one. How, how, how many times have it, you've picked the wrong focal place to, to oh, focus on? And, and all it just, the time. And it ruins the picture. Yeah, there's been many times. And I, I've gone from being a 2.8 shooter for the last, I reckon, five years. And now I'm starting to go back to being a 5.6 or yeah. a 4.5 because... If it's not on, it's not on. Yeah. So you can really tell. And yeah. it can make or break an image. Oh, exactly, exactly. And, I mean, that's the thing. People want, you know, um, good sharp images. And there's been a bit of technology actually in camera. Like some of the cameras mm-hmm. are using dual pixel technology in yes. the sensors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea being is you can actually move the focus around a little bit in post. That is crazy. That is crazy. The technology just changes way too fast. So how do you keep up? I don't know. It's it's one of those hard things. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that it's destroying photography. It's definitely a topic of conversation that people like to engage in. Um. 
And I, I, and I feel it's great. I think I think sometimes people who are anti-post, it's because they don't know or have the knowledge to do post. Mm-hmm. So they just go, oh, no, it's rubbish. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. And yeah, I, or, or they're, they're, they're the, the old school love film and love paper. And I can understand that as well. It's like people that prefer to read a book over a Kindle. Yep. There's definitely there's there's something about the touch. Well, you got the it's ta- the tactile of the pages, yeah. the sound of the pages turning. Yeah. Um, it's the way the light hits the pages because I I mean I love my iPad. Yeah. I struggle reading stuff on it because if yeah. you've got to kind of angle it to get it out of the light because yeah. it's 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 if if you're outside you you can take a book into the sun and sit in a nice sunny and read a book. Yeah. Trying to have a Kindle, I don't no. think not, not going <laughs> to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, I definitely kind of agree. So technology's kind of got us to this point that we we actually have this thing called Post, mm-hmm. and like I said, it for the main part, it's it's made a lot of things possible that weren't yes. possible in the past. So people who are out there who you know new to photography and they've picked the camera up recently mm-hmm. and they started shooting, and I don't think they should feel shamed by changing the images, using post to, to help them with their images. I think uh, it's exciting for them. It gets them creative. Yeah. It allows I mean, them. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, we talked earlier in the, in the start of the podcast that, you know, getting it right in camera is obviously um, as much as you can. Yeah. But when you can't – and look, you know yourself. You'll, mm. you'll, you'll have a preconceived idea of what you want the image to look like. Absolutely, yeah. And if the light's not right. Yeah. Right. Um, you shoot it as close as you can get yeah. and you know that sometimes, okay, look, I can get in there, I can manipulate the shadows and the highlights and I can get this pullers around a bit to get it kind yeah. of more, more how I feel it should be. And that would, that would, that's probably the only instance where I would say I use post as a, as a bit of a crutch is if I'm shooting in a really dark, dark condition and I know that there's really not much I can do other than pull it back in post. Yeah. That would be the only time. So it would be a challenging wedding reception where I would be stuck where there's no light and then yep. to get the speeches. I think the the argument for some photographers in some certain areas, like sports photographers, if you're a mm. professional sports photographer, they want a JPEG straight out of the camera. Mm. They don't want you to take a picture, possibly manipulate it, change mm. it, mm-hmm. because it's a very much a documentary style um region that you don't you can't really change it so it's, it's mm. interesting for those guys they don't have have to have that argument yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there will be no, no editing to do afterwards well that'd, that'd be, be amazing that'll be good <laughs> um, I, look I, I recently recently interviewed a photographer for our other podcast and um when asked about um what they shot for themselves they said don't shoot anything because i hate editing yes because it feels like work it does feel like work yeah it really does like it can be an extra Gosh, however many hours. It could be an extra couple of days' work yep. from a, you know, a shoot, depending. Like a wedding can be an extra week of editing yep. if you look at it like that. So, I, yeah. I do here on forums, like I do regularly, you know, look at a lot of photographic forums and you see people asking on there, oh, you know, someone put a photograph. up. Oh, what did, you proce- what, what did you process it in? Mm. And it's almost like people go, well, I didn't. Oh, well, you should have done this and you should have done that and you should have done this. But if you're happy with the photos... The way you're producing, are, that's, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's why it should be. Yeah, um, I think there's there is kind of that for new photographers. There's a kind of if they don't do something in post, they're doing something wrong. Mm. I do see that in in forums, and I think look, it's it you've got to just take it. Sometimes, I mean, I'll do nothing with a photo. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's it's literally straight out of the camera. 
Yeah. My workflow is I do use Photoshop, but I use it mainly to put a watermark. I've yeah. just made it, I've just made a stamp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of shoot a little bit where I'll shoot a little bit under. Yeah. And I'll just lift the shadow, just pull up from the shadows a little bit, and then I'll whack a watermark on it, and I move on. Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts on cropping? Cropping. I love because yep. I use um, a Nikon yep. and the, the where the focal points are on my camera yep. means that I need to crop to get really good images. Yep. And it doesn't happen all the time. I do a lot of cropping in, in camera, but there is times where I will have to crop. Yep. Yeah, just to make it look a little bit better so I'm not um cutting people in sore points so yep. they look like they're amputated or yep. it just to make the image more powerful so cropping's not really I not really crossing the line is no. it and we used to do that anyway in the dark room. exactly <laughs> because that crop thing well, we had. well the enlarger in its name enlarger mm-hmm. when you put a negative in it and, and you say enlarged it to a you know eight by ten, but you put a four by five piece of paper on it. Guess what you got? Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> you got a crop. Yep. I remember <laughs> all the masking tape marks to crop to pop it up to the right spot. And yeah. 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 Absolutely. So yeah, I think the post is is an amazing tool. So I think people shouldn't be who are listening who are starting in photography shouldn't be kind of feeling like they have to do some something to their images, and for the ones that really want to embrace the technology and want to get in there and they actually want to post, you know, change things or do whatever, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Don't, don't, you know, there's, I think there should be no rules in photography really when it comes to creativity that you should be allowed to let your mind run wherever you want to go. Yeah. And then if you can use this technology that's available to us. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You agree. All right, so we're going to call this one um, that post is probably not destroying, it's enhancing. Would you no, say? I agree, yeah, absolutely. It, it enhances, enhances. Yeah. So get out there and try try some new things. Yes. And definitely for people who may be new to photography um, and want to look at some other techniques, look at things like composite images. Um, there's, there's some great examples of composite images out there. And, and yeah. you know, composite images are not new. I used to do a lot of double exposure, in-camera double exposures. Yeah. You know, I learned that you could press the button in, you could wind and recock the shutter yes. and, the, and the film hadn't moved in the transfer. That's right. And you could set the shot up and take a second shot yeah. and you have two images yeah. in the in the one. So it's like that was the early days of composite images. Yeah, yeah. and there's some crazy techniques that, that, some, that I saw when I was at university someone did where they actually they wound the film with the shutter open. Yep. And they had someone spinning on a chair at the same time, so they ended up with a long, flat, panoramic picture of their face from the back to the front. Gee, that's amazing. It was incredible. That, that, that's, re- that's a really cool effect. Yeah, it was really incredible. That was back in the film days, and it was just that would That would be, that'd be, I mean, that's, and that's, but that's the type of stuff you can kind of create now with, yeah. with, with post and that type of stuff. Yep. All right, so I think we've, um, we've, we're going to call this one that post is actually not destroying photography. It's actually making it better, so... You know, get out there, experiment with your camera, have some fun with the images, and um, for those people who say it's it's not re- you're not a real photographer, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking that maybe, yeah, have a chill pill. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, Terry, thanks for joining me in this no episode of um, Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Um, 
hope you join us on the episode. And if you like what we talked about, or you even want to suggest a um, you know a possible subject for us to talk about, leave a comment on the um, on the podcast. Thanks, Terry. No worries. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.